I have a question for you, my Chakra Girl radio listeners. Do you feel like you have a deep connection to your intuition, but you don't know how to use it? Almost like you know you're meant to be a healer of some kind, but you know you have so much healing you need to do on yourself first, and you have no idea where to start. Babe, if you are feeling those whispers from the universe and you're attracted to all the woo-woo things like crystals, tarot cards, you know, it's because your inner goddess knows you have a big purpose in this lifetime and she wants to show you how intuitive you really are. So the first step is to connect to your inner healer goddess archetype so that you can begin to remember those innate abilities and she's closer than you may think. So I've created a fun and easy quiz for you to tap into your subconscious and to really make a connection with your inner healing goddess archetype. And on the results page of the quiz, I'm giving you a list of exactly how to use your powers to heal yourself and to heal the collective. So go take the quiz today and get started on your goddess journey to healing yourself and elevating the collective. So go to quiz.chakragirlco.com slash goddess. That's quiz.chakragirlco.com slash goddess. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Chakra Girl Radio with Amberly Lyons is an uncut look into the lives of today's influencers to create real conversation about spirituality, modern girl problems, and the balance between vodka and green juice, gurus and Gucci. We're getting real about the chaos, mistakes, and meltdowns that come along with success. Here's your main chakra girl, Amberly Lyons. Welcome back to Chakra Girl Radio. It's Amberly Lyons here, your chakra expert, energy and crystal connoisseur, and your trusty spiritual BFF. I'm the founder of Chakra Girl Co., which is a platform giving you all the tips and inspo to activate your chakras to live a life that's both glamorous and grounded, spiritual and spicy. I switched up that intro, guys. Tell me how you like it. I'm super excited about today's episode. You know I love a good reality show, and we have Caitlin Herman on the show today who was on Big Brother. She was that woo-woo house guest that really opened up the eyes to the world about what spirituality can look like. She's all about love and light and really showed us how to express that even in the darkest of times. When the show was airing, my mom messaged me and was like, oh my God, you need to watch Big brother. There's a girl that likes crystals. (laughs) So of course I immediately became obsessed with her. And Caitlin also has her own business where she helps people find their purpose, which is a huge part of what we're talking about today. We're going to talk about how to find your purpose and your soul's calling. We're talking about how to bring in more love and light, even in the darkest of situations. And Caitlin is giving us the 411 on how she managed all the craziness of the Big Brother household and what she learned spiritually and how you can just kind of accept and love all sides of yourselves. So super excited to get into that. Guys, I got some super annoying news. I have to move. I love my place. It's the cutest and they're selling. So now we have to move. And I was like really annoyed and mad and stressed and sad and all the emotions. But now I'm like, like, let's do this. Let's up level. Let's get something bigger and better. Um, we're in a sub penthouse right now. I'm like, maybe we'll get a penthouse, maybe a house. Actually, to be honest, I'm a little afraid of a house. I'm afraid of burglars and serial murderers. And I don't even know if I'd be able to handle that fear. But anyways, stay tuned. The saga continues. There's really never a dull moment in Chakra Girl. 
life. So make sure you're following on Instagram too. Like if you're not, what are you even doing with your life? So make sure you're following me at Shocker Girl Co. Let me know like what are your tips for feeling grounded when you're moving and things are up in the air. And um, I'll be learning a lot to share with you guys as well over this next little bit in this transition. So without further ado, let's get into the chakra tip. I want to talk about oracle cards because I feel like you guys ask me so many questions about cards. And one of the main questions that people ask me is like, do you have to be psychic or do you have to like know what you're doing? The answer is no, you do not need to be psychic and the cards will actually strengthen your intuition. So there's a difference between tarot cards and oracle cards. Oracle cards have different themes and like, you know, you get goddess cards or you could get astrology cards or chakra cards. There's so many different kinds of cards. Um, tarot cards are always exactly the same and have the same like symbols and meanings and archetypes, but then Oracle cards are just a little bit more creative and different. And you can kind of like choose whichever ones are most exciting to you. So what I suggest doing, pick up a deck, whatever seems exciting to you. You can literally find them on Amazon. Just Google like Oracle deck and find whichever one you like the best and practice on yourself. Just pull a card, pull a few cards. What I like to do is like a past, present, and future. So I'll pull three cards and you can just analyze them. Like you don't have to memorize anything. They usually come with like a book that explains what each card means. So you'll just kind of want to analyze, okay, so this is like, you know, explains what my I was experiencing in the past. And then this is what I'm feeling now. And then the future one is what I should work on. Or you can even just pull one card and that can kind of tell you what to work on that day. Or you can ask a specific question and then pull a card. And at the end of the day, like it's not going to, it's not like reading your future or like, fortune teller vibes. It's literally like giving you subtle reminders that you probably already knew. And then your intuition is going to tell you how to implement that guidance into your life. So for the chakra shout out, I'm going to get a little more specific and tell you guys about a deck that I'm loving. And every time I say deck, I feel like I'm saying dick, but anyways, I'm saying deck. Um, <laughs> okay. Doreen Virtue is amazing and she has so many like really cool things going on, but she has this, uh, goddess guidance Oracle deck and every card is a different goddess. And you know, I'm like obsessed with goddesses these days. If you're following me, you know, but it's really cool. Cause it tells you um, like about that goddess and it kind of teaches you how to embody what that goddess represents and how to like call on that goddess's energy. Cause we all have it inside. So, you know, whatever goddess card that you pull, it's kind of like, Hey, you need to remember to pull out, you know, to call on these energies that you already have, whether it's more compassion, more love, whatever. And then that's going to support you and like moving through whatever you're going through or whatever you're asking about. So I love it. Um, I feel like this deck is like a good place to start. I mean, it's kind of advanced because we're talking about like embodying goddesses. Like that's not really Sunday dinner talk, but it has a really good guidebook and explains the cards really well. And at the end of the day, like I said, it's about using your intuition and exercise. It's like your intuition is like a muscle, like you're exercising it. So every time you pick a card and you're 
trying to determine how it relates to you right now, you're actually exercising that muscle and exercising your intuition. You don't need to be like, I see dead people psychic. You don't need to like, you know, be a medium or a, you know, crystal ball reader. You just need to practice. So practice on yourself, practice on your friends, and you're going to love it. I actually pulled a card for you guys. So fun because I love this deck. So the card that I, the goddess that I pulled, her name is Isolt, like spelled I-S-O-L-T, and she represents undying love. So the message says the love that you have shared is eternal regardless of the situation. And so what that means to me, so for you guys listening, I pulled this specifically for you. And what it is, is like a reminder that you have to like have this unconditional love for yourself. And when you do that, you're going to continue to grow. And then you're going to be able to give people more love um, from your highest self. So super important shit, guys. Be your highest self. Be a goddess. You know, get that shit done and go get yourself some oracle cards and practice, practice, practice. All right, babes, let us get into this episode with Caitlin. You are going to love her. Welcome back to Shocker Girl Radio. We are here today with Caitlin Herman. She is a meditation expert who is helping people find their purpose. She's a coach. She has a blog, which is called Betches to Buddhas, and I'm obsessed with that. (laughs) She hosts events to help people defunct themselves, and you may have seen her on a little show called Big Brother. Caitlin, welcome to the show. Such an honor. Oh my God. I will say that as we're sitting here, I love that your Canadian passport's on the table. Oh, <laughs> it <laughs> fell out of my purse. I just had to make everyone know. Yeah, like, like we get it. You're from Canada. Yeah. <laughs> Bragging rights, guys. Amazing. That's so funny. Okay, so we start the podcast with slumber party questions. Fun. Rapid fire. What is your morning ritual? It depends on the morning. It depends on how quickly I need to be up. Let's say it's like, a more relaxed morning. I don't have anywhere to be until a certain amount of time. I do not check my phone. As soon as the alarm goes off, I don't check it for Good at least girl. an hour. How do you do that? I just do. Okay. Like, honestly, it, I mean, it was so difficult in the yeah. beginning. This is a recent thing. Some mornings, like, um, so I wake up because I went to sleep waiting on an email from mm. someone, which I really want to check. But I always do take at least an hour to do my meditation, which I do every single morning. Mm-hmm. Make breakfast. I'm like really into mindful eating these days yeah. too. So like I'm not on my phone when I'm eating as well. Wash my face, brush my teeth, just the whole thing. Yeesh. Nothing too crazy. So what is your meditation like? So I do kundalini. Mm. So um, for me, and for those of you that don't know what kundalini is, I just like to explain it as like a third eye meditation. Yeah. So you close your eyes, you kind of like look up and in as if you're looking at your third eye. And I just love kundalini music. So yeah. I kind of just blast that throughout my yeah, apartment. And I sit on my on my yoga mat and that's it. Like yeah. I just center myself and I... I get aligned. Yeah, I was just saying on the the podcast before this, I always have Kundalini blasting in my oh, house, and always. I swear it changes the vibration of my home. Of my home, like I feel like when I get home and turn it on, like I don't know, it just feels lighter, and that I don't know, I, I just, feel better. Yeah. Honestly, before I was super into all this stuff, yeah. Or as I was kind of getting into it, I realized about this music, and it became that thing that I would put on if I'm anxious, and yeah. then I wasn't like. Everyone has their, their yeah. shtick on how they kind of get out of their funks. For me, it was that. Yeah. And I just, I'm like obsessed. Any favorite Kundalini artists? Do you know Jai Jagdish? No. Okay. I'm yeah, you need up. to listen to her. Okay. She's unbelievable. Okay. Yeah, she's Amazing. So good. I can't wait. Okay. What is your go to crystal? It depends. Uh, again, it depends, but I really love rose quartz. Yeah. But I'm also like, 
I love love, and yeah. that's like my love stone. Yeah. So yeah, my my apartment's filled with rose quartz. Yeah. And amethyst. Yeah, amethyst is a good one. It's just so pretty. So pretty. <laughs> I know. I could just stare at it all day like know, a psycho. Same. Who's your favorite Kardashian? Kim. Say. I can't like. Yes, they're all amazing. Yeah. But. I can't disrespect her like no. that. Like, she is the best. She's the OG. Yeah. she's. The, I mean, she's not. Like, Courtney is technically the OG. Right. She's, but she's, like, the first one to, like, really make a sex tape and totally. become famous. Yeah. Oh, I'm obsessed. <laughs> with, I She can't do wrong. No. And also, I love Kanye, which is, like, unpopular mm-hmm. opinion, hot take, but I love him. Oh, so. no. I love him, too. And the whole family. All the kids. I know. I know. I just, I really want to go to their Sunday church. I'm just waiting for the Stop. day they invite me. Manifest it. I'm I'm trying. I'm gonna dance with North oh, up at the front. Stop. <laughs> when she's dancing, first of all, she's like good. Like you could tell. First of all, I don't know how old she is. How old is she? Like oh God, six. Maybe something. Six tops. Like, yeah. The fact that she's six and she's like has all that sass and attitude. Like you're going. It's places. amazing. Hundred yeah. percent. But I was gonna say I feel like she has more her mom's rhythm than Kanye for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Because the other girl that dances with her, I'm not sure who that little girl is. It's unclear. It's unclear. But she's got rhythm. Oh, yeah. No, she's like the talented And one. North is really just bouncing, you know, about. bouncing around. But she's so like, Gyrating a little, which is great. Inappropriate. And it's inappropriate, but you know. Yeah. No, she doesn't know what she's doing. She's, she's feeling it. She's creative. Yeah. Um, yeah. So friend goals. North totally. and her little friend. Okay, what is your favorite book that changed your life the most? Spirit Junkie by Gabby Bernstein. Oh, you know what? I honestly have not read. I've read The Universe Has Your Back. Okay. I think that's the only one of hers that I've read. Spirit Junkie was the book. Actually, it's a funny story, and I'll like say it so quickly yeah. because we just don't have time for all yeah. this nonsense. <laughs> but um, a few years ago, I went to a psychic medium simply because I was really intrigued by mediumship, and I wanted mm. to connect with my grandfather who passed when I was like in third grade. Mm. I wasn't really looking for the psychic stuff. And at this point, I was in the music industry. None of this was like in my realm. And on my way out, she said to me um, – I really think that, and by the way, in that session, she was also like, you're going to be one of the most influential life coaches of your generation. Mm. And I was like, I don't even know what what a life coach is. Like, you're full of shit. Yeah. Um, On my way out, she was like, I'm like getting this message. Like, do you know what Gabby Bernstein, who Gabby Bernstein is? And I was like, no, I don't read. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. And she was like, I like your guides are coming through basically telling me that you need to read this book Mm. called Spirit Junkie. And all of that sounded so unattractive to me because one, I don't read and two, spit like spirit Spirit junkie. junkie. Like I'm not down. I'm just not down. And then one day I was at my office in New York City in my music industry job and I just walked to the Barnes and Noble. I picked it up and I read it all in one day and I was like, oh, this makes sense. Yeah. This is, yeah. Okay. I want to talk more about that journey, but before we get there. What is I? I want to say guilty pleasure, but I know some people don't feel guilty. But what is an indulgence? Bravo TV. Okay, <laughs> I can answer that. Amazing. That. Bravo TV. All the Real Housewives. Wh- which are your favorite? That's like such an obnoxious question because all of them. Like I can't. I can't pick. Like New York, Beverly Hills, OC, Dallas. Yeah. Like they're all my favorite. But every show on that network. Do you guys get Bravo? Oh yeah. Okay. We're, we're we're evolved. Yeah. Oh, I love that for you. <laughs> Do you watch? Oh, uh, I watch New York and I watch Beverly Hills. Okay, but you're not watching anything I'm else. I'm not. I, oh, I'm watching. Oh, the, what did you say? Do, anything like, else on the network? No, no. That's it. Okay. Well, well I've watched, I've watched, a, oh no, wait, I'm watching Very Cavalier, but that's E, right? Yeah, that's E. And Kardashians on E. Yeah. Right. Those are my go-tos. There is a show that is new on Bravo called Mexican Dynasties. Okay. And it is 
nothing like I've ever seen on a show. Oh it is the funniest. I love these shows because they actually just make me laugh so hard. You have to watch it. I'll show okay. you a clip later. Okay. It's so funny. Is it like wealthy? It's like wealthy people from Mexico City okay. Okay. that are like, I'll show you later. I it's need, out of control. I need the, uh, yeah, I need to watch people that are rich and crazy. Like that is rich my and jam. Crazy. And also like not like not self-aware like I yeah. love that I love it it makes me feel so good about myself totally but I read Erica Jane's book okay did you like it uh I liked it I actually like felt like we had a lot of similarities in our growing up which was interesting um but yeah I actually really really liked it good I haven't read it yeah maybe I pick it up next oh, well. book okay so let's talk about you I want to know you found your purpose at the age of 23. I did. What did that journey look like for you? So you read Spirit Junkie. What was next? So um, I've, I've always been super – I always considered myself to be a spiritual person. But when I was younger, it was like, yeah, like I'm spiritual. Everything happens for a reason. Like it, yeah. wasn't, it wasn't anything. There was no depth to it. Yeah. And um, once I was in my music industry job, which I was a music industry major, like I really thought this was like I was going to be an agent. This mm-hmm. was going to be my big thing. I just started to realize very quickly that it, this wasn't it. And it, it was nerve-wracking because you spend four years in a school, like you you pick what you think your purpose is, mm-hmm. and then you realize so quickly it's not. And as that happened, um, you know, I read this book, and then that just kind of led to me reading way more and researching way more. It was like this whole, like kind of the things that we're into. I didn't yeah. know that this was like a thing. Mm-hmm. Where I grew up, nobody – was into this so it was kind of like me discovering this whole world that made so much sense to me and felt so much like home Mm -hmm. which sounds like a little weird yeah um and it just it it skyrocketed from there while I was still at my job I found a program where I could get my certification for coaching it would take a year I thought I was going to be working in my job and also doing that and halfway through I was like I don't even want to be here in this music like this I need to put all my energy into this Mm -hmm. so that's really you know how it started and it's just developed even deeper from there so exciting so it sounds like it was kind of organic for you so for people that kind of know that they are meant to do something big or they're meant to do something deeper but they don't really know what it is what steps can they take to tap into what their purpose might be well I always kind of like ask let's say one of my clients you know what are they doing right now what is and then just like for fun like yeah. let's play around like what is that dream you've always had and I'll always kind of put it like you're, you're not actually going to do it like right now but like what what is that like if you yeah. could do anything in the world yeah. like what would set your soul on fire every time you woke up in the morning and then like we kind of dig in a little deeper like well maybe that is it and I know like that's scary and mm-hmm. weird because you don't think you can make money like whatever the blocks are behind you actually doing what you're meant to be doing you actually know everyone knows what their purpose yeah. is they're like afraid is. to admit it so afraid to admit it because everyone's afraid of failure yeah um so we kind of just like like once you kind of figure that out and you begin to see oh like that is a little possible and you get you get rid of the judgments that you think people will place on it it just kind of happens i always say that like if you're aligned with your purpose, everything's going to flow. Yeah. So like don't be scared to leave your business or financial job when that's not where you're supposed to be because once you leave it, you're making that statement to the universe like I'm ready. Like I'm going to do this now. And it just works. Yeah. You got to trust. Totally. So what are some of the craziest stories where someone, you know, found their purpose and it was something that they totally didn't think was going to happen? Yeah. You know, what what were some really exciting ones? Like from some of my clients? Yeah. Um, I just remember like one of my first clients, I had this one girl who came to me because she really, at this point, my whole like life purpose coach, like that wasn't really 
what I was doing. It mm-hmm. wasn't like you're coming to me to find out your purpose or to develop that. It was more just like general coaching. And the reason she came to me, what she thought she was coming to me for was that um, she wanted a deeper relationship with her parents. Mm-hmm. And it had nothing to do with that. Yeah. Like once you actually like develop like, well, what is the problem? She was in a law office. She was doing like law firm stuff. And she ended up quitting and starting her own art gallery in New York City. Mm-hmm. Like, and is very successful in that now. Like, just weird things that you don't even realize yeah. unless you talk to a coach or a therapist or whatever. Yeah. Um, it's really difficult to get to that place by yourself. Yeah, you know? totally. So that that was, like, the weirdest yeah. transition. Like, she random. She came for one thing. She ended up realizing her job wasn't it. I mean, the whole thing was bizarre. But and it, like, it all fell into place. Oh, her. yeah. It just does. I love that. Yeah. So once they've kind of figured out, okay, this is the thing I want to do, what is the first step? Accepting. Well, I mean, the first step in anything is accepting that this is your purpose. Mm-hmm. Like, really kind of – and here's the thing. There's no pressure behind it. I don't no. like – when, when a client comes to me and they're like, okay, so now I figured it out. Let's say they're a teacher and they know that they should be coaching or mm-hmm. something. It's not – like there shouldn't be pressure for you to be like, okay, I got to quit my job right now. It's more of let me sit with this idea. Like let me see how it makes me feel. The more I think of it, the more I kind of invest my time in it, do my research. And then you can play it by ear. But there's no reason. There's no pressure. I'm not putting pressure on you and you shouldn't put pressure on yourself to just get up and leave. Like yeah. that's not that's not doable for you. Don't. Yeah. So it's kind of the acceptance of, wait, now I know what it is. And if if it doesn't come into fruition now, if it comes in in 30 years, so be it. At least I know what it is, mm-hmm. you know. And now it's on you to decide, am I going to live out my purpose while I'm in this physical world today? It's up to you. Yeah. But at least you know what it is. Totally. And it's almost like you just need to feel into, like, what the steps are and they'll kind of present themselves to 100%. you. hundred percent. I mean, I've definitely seen both sides of it where people are – you know, they'll like quit their job when they're not ready. And then they're like putting desperation into their purpose. And they're like, the purpose has to work. Otherwise, I can't pay my rent. Yeah. Um, But then there's also the other people who, you know, it's time to take the leap. It's time to quit the job. It's time to go full, you know, full time with what you're doing. But then they're afraid too. So like, how can you, is there like a practice? Yeah, well, kind of to bounce off what you're saying, like, there's a lot – people work differently. But yeah. the best approach that I've found is no rush. Totally. Like no yeah. rush. And there are people that make those impulsive decisions. Yeah. But I think that it's important to thoughtfully think about things, but mm-hmm. not in a way where you're like, should I do it? Should I not? I don't know what to do. Like thought – like there's a difference between like I don't know what to do versus like thoughtfully thinking. Yeah. And – I just always encourage people to take their time because once you do know your purpose, it's not going anywhere. Yeah. It's not going anywhere. Yeah. So figure it out. Like it's it's a blessing in itself that you figured out what you're meant to be doing. Totally. So now just take your time. Be excited about it and you don't need to like quit your job. And totally. It's not necessary. Yeah. Don't make any brash decisions. Yeah. Like relax. <laughs> you still <laughs> yeah. have to pay your bills. There yeah. are still like human things that we need exactly. to do here. Unfortunately. Exactly. Yeah. So how can we, do you have any practices or techniques that you use to turn inward to find that? that uh, yeah, exactly. Well, the first, it's really not that deep what I've noticed. Yeah. Um, Cause there, there are people that come to me and they're like, how do I figure out my purpose? Yeah. And there are people that will first say to me like, oh, well, my purpose is uh, event planning. And I'll be like, Mm-mm. like that's something you do. But mm-hmm. like what it's so, for example, my purpose is to serve. Like I'm serving people. What's yours? Yeah. So first it's kind of like figuring out like the difference between what you do and what your purpose is. Yeah. 
And to look inward, it's like, I'll ask, what is it that sets your soul on fire? Like, I'm sure when you wake up every morning and you are doing your podcast, you're like, holy shit, like, this is my job but like my purpose at the same time and I'm totally. educating yeah. and I'm I'm doing this like it just feels right like mm-hmm. I I have you kind of look in what are things that you have done in your life where they stick out to you as like that made me so happy mm-hmm. and then what 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 type of service was it were you serving were you educating were you um you know whatever whatever it was so it's really just kind of thinking about things you've done in your life and which ones which yeah. which are the things that totally. stick out to I you. always say like to ask yourself I, f- I feel like everyone's meant to serve everyone's purpose is to serve sure. in some way yeah and I always say to ask yourself if you could teach the whole world one thing that changed your life the most what would it be that's smart yeah and I feel like we're kind of meant to learn from our mistakes and then put it out there for the Absolutely. people who don't really know exactly so have you have you been able to tap into like that vulnerability and like how do you share your struggles with people yeah um unfortunately for me I kind of well actually not unfortunately because very fortunate at this point when I was on the show um this season like I I had a bit of a hard time Mm -hmm. like I went into it with a boyfriend of five years fell out of love with him on the show Mm -hmm. in love with someone else I mean I wasn't exemplary by any means and um I wasn't a great representation for the things that I believe in. That being said, when you kind of go through, you come off, the whole world now thinks something of you that might be inaccurate, might be true. Um at the end of the day, you begin to realize the things that you've gone through on a public way are very relatable. There are people that go through what I went through all the time. The big issue that I had on my show was that I was seeking validation from people that weren't my boyfriend. Mm -hmm. It was like the second you took me away from him, I was like, who's going to give me attention now? And then I was able to see when I got out, oh my God, this is a problem. Like if I really thought I was enough, I wouldn't need the validation from other people so clearly I don't think I'm enough Mm. and that statement I'm not enough resonates with so many people I truly think that like by me being vulnerable being myself not showing an edited version of who I am although I got the shit end of the stick and I got terrible messages and still do and whatever aside from that I've also shown my truth to so many people that resonate with it Mm -hmm. and it's okay like I I'm, I'm showing to people that it's totally okay to go through hard things to to have mess ups in your life because that's how we grow mm-hmm. you know totally it's like you're being the permission slip for other people to have their fuck ups and oh, then yeah. learn from them that's what I say all the time so yeah. what did that journey look like for you from feeling like you weren't enough to finally filling yourself back up yeah it was like the second I got out of that house like I didn't even need to get my phone yet because you don't have your phone I didn't need to see what anyone said it was like the second I walked out that door I was like okay like I know that something was not right. I didn't feel like I was myself the whole time anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and luckily enough for me, I'm like super self-aware that I can realize like, wait a minute, this was a problem. Like this is a serious issue. Yeah. So as soon as the show ended, I I worked with my own coaches, my own therapists. And now I'm at this point in my life where I don't need anyone, mm-hmm. which is also kind of a problem yeah. too. Like I love myself so much and I respect myself so much and I – I feel like I'm enough that I don't need anyone. I don't need you to say anything to me. I don't need a certain amount of followers. I don't I don't need it because mm-hmm. I actually believe in me. Totally. Which I didn't before. Totally. And do you have any like mantras or journaling prompts or anything that you use that really helped you? I'm enough. Yeah. I am enough. Just that was keep it. Saying it. Yeah. yeah. I love that. So like speaking of being in that house, it must have been like a very dark place, especially for someone so who dark. is more on the spiritual side. Oh my God, so dark. Did you 
do any of your rituals while you were there? Did that totally drop off? Or like, how are you finding the time and place to connect with yourself? You don't. Yeah. So I, I really going into it, I was like, this is going to be perfect. I don't have my phone. I don't have anything. If anything, this is going to elevate my spirituality. Yeah. But I so quickly realized that the entire environment is such an ego-based game mm. that there wasn't room for it. Yeah. There would be times where I'd try to meditate. Like I had my oils and this and that. Mm -hmm. It wasn't the same. I wasn't getting that same connection because I was – I was lying. Like, mm -hmm. I, I mean, this is a show about lying, manipulating, getting to the top. And I wasn't aligned, but I was aware enough to also be like, all right, you're an ego right now and you're going to be an ego this whole game. Mm -hmm. And I went into it thinking, like, I'm going to be my truth the whole time and this is what's going to make me win. And maybe that's why I didn't win because I wasn't able to do that. Yeah. But I immediately, like, fell into my ego and, and that was it. So for people that are maybe in, obviously not the exact same situation, <laughs> sure. but in like a dark place, yeah. like in hindsight, what would you have done differently? Well, the thing was, unfortunately, for like it's not relatable because I, I was kind of stripped down of anything that helps me, yeah. which is music, which yeah. is, you know, the beach. Like alone time. Outside, alone time. Yeah. So if you do feel like you're kind of like in this place, like you need to figure out what those things are that that help you get through it. If it's music, if it's going on a walk, whatever it is. Um, but you also have to remember that it's it's within as well. So even if you are stripped from everything like I was, you need to be able to have the self-control to be, you know, have that positive self-talk and, and kind of talk yourself off of it because you are completely – able to do so yeah thoughts are just thoughts until you give it a reason to be like a problem so if totally. you can control that then that's a great thing were there anything like were there any like positive things that you learned about yourself or things that you were proud of when you left like oh I didn't realize like when I was put in this situation that this you know great side of me would come out yeah um there were quite a few as far as I I would say that I just have a lot of love to give mm -hmm. I think that um, you know, we're 16 house guests. We're all very different. They cast us as very different people. And the way I was raised and the way I was brought up, like, it's not abnormal for me to show a lot of love to a lot of different mm -hmm. people. And I actually love that side of myself. Mm -hmm. I'm, I appreciate the fact that I'm not someone that's guarded or, um, you know, shy or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Like, and I can find beauty in every single person. Mm -hmm. So even if there was someone in that house that did wrong by me or something, I, I was able to kind of come back faster and be like, you're pissing me off and you're so fucking annoying, but like, I love this about yeah. you. Mm -hmm. Even if it was just in my head, like I liked that. I like that I'm able to do that and not really hold a grudge. Mm, I love that. Yeah. Because yeah, I feel like so many of us get caught up in the negative with people oh, and it's totally. hard. <laughs> I, I mean, I still do. Yeah. But, like, but there's got it. Yeah. I like that tip too. Like any anyone that's pissing you off, just say in your head one, one good, good thing. thing. I try all the time. Just like, um, wait, what was I watching? Oh, no. This is Real Housewives of Vancouver, actually. There's a real. <laughs> it, okay. Wait. It was, um, it was like 10 years ago and I'm just watching it now is it amazing it's amazing and it's like just cool because it's my hometown but they are like vicious and like they're terrible terrible women I really have to watch it only it. had two seasons I'm it didn't devastated. last very long but if you I'm sure you can find it I'm gonna but yeah so there were these all, the women were like fighting and then one of them that was like a mutual friend of the two girls that were like really fighting 
made them say nice things to each other. Oh, really? While That's they were funny. like, yeah. And I was, I like it was that. like so cringy to watch, but. What'd they say? Like, oh, I like your blouse. They were like, oh, you're a good mother. And I'm sure you have a good heart. I just haven't I'm seen sure. it. Yeah. Oh my God. No, that's not it, girl. Oh. <laughs> So that's, funny. That's really funny. Um, okay, so you talk a lot about love and light. I do. It's in your Instagram bio, so it's obviously something important to you. It is. My- <laughs> so tell us about love and light. So love and light just became, you know, when I decided to to start this kind of journey into coaching, mm-hmm. which wasn't, I didn't have a lot of time before I was cast on Big Brother, so it's still kind of like a work in progress. Um, I decided to start a blog, and um, it really came so simply like I was just writing it and I was like I don't know how to sign off like Mm -hmm. I really don't know how to sign this off and then it just came to I like meditated on it and I was like love and light like love and light Kate like that was it and then it just became something I lived by like love and light is what I want people to think of when they think of me it's what I want to give to the world Mm -hmm. like it just became my thing. Yeah. And I just love it. And I really want a tattoo that says love and life. Yeah. But I don't have any tattoos. So I'm like, oh, uh, yeah. You have to make this? sure. Yeah. I know. So how can we embrace more love and light in our lives? Like what are some things that we can do? I think love and light all kind of comes back to how you view yourself. Yeah. I don't think that you're able to share love and light mm. or be an example of love and light if you don't actually love yourself. So true. Um, And not just like – Here's the other thing, though. It's it's not just an emotional thing or, like, an internal thing. Like, sure, you should, like, love your heart and stuff, but it's physical, too. Like, I absolutely hate when people are like, okay, you, like, don't align with, like, this whole love and light thing when, like, you're busy getting, like, Botox and, like, this and that. Like, I can do whatever the hell I want yeah. that makes me feel good about myself. And that's what love and light is. It's totally. doing you. Yeah. yeah. And I don't I I feel like we're living in this world now where people think it's like super shallow to like want to care what you look like. Yeah. And I don't think that's the case. No. Like it's that's not fair. That's the angry spiritual people saying a hundred percent still have work to do and right. they're masking yeah. their their shadows with spirituality. Exactly. Yeah. I'm gonna do whatever the hell I want. Yeah. If that's if that's it, like exactly. I mean, if that's what's gonna make me happy, I don't really give a shit. Exactly, and that's like, what loving yourself is. It's right. like giving like giving yourself the permission to do things that are not necessarily like the way other people would do them. Yeah, and without any regret. For exactly. It. Yeah. So put those needles in your face, girl. I'll I do it too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I was talking. I was talking about this with someone the other night too, um, about being the and. So like spiritual and material. You know. You yeah. know. I always say like gurus and Gucci. Yeah. <laughs> like you're yeah. allowed to be to both. both. Yeah. yeah. There's, There's no rule. Like no. anyone that puts like rules or like puts you in a box, like yeah. that's a problem exactly. for me. You shouldn't be in a box. Exactly. So you meditate, you do the kundalini. What other healing modalities are you into? I'm really into journaling. Like mm-hmm. that is that is something that I need to do every single day. Yeah. It's the best way for me to kind of – figure out what is going on through my head because you could always think you could always sit there and think but you know thoughts are so scattered you have like a million a day if you're actually taking to the paper and like really writing down how you feel I think it's the most therapeutic thing so journaling is like the top the top of the list do you have specific prompts that you do every day or is it different every day um no it's it is different every day I mean it does follow kind of like the same I always say, like, dear Caitlin, mm. like, love Caitlin. Oh, I love that. Yeah. That's always, like, to me, from me kind of things. But I always do read the day before, before I read, before I write what I am feeling for the day. So, like, I'm, I want to read what I 
said yesterday. Sometimes I'm like, oh, yeah, like this is still lingering. Or other times I'm like, good thing that's gone. Like, you know, let's move on. Yeah. But I do like to read what I have already written. Totally. I know. I went back on some of my old journals. Isn't like, that so weird? So funny. And I it's know. like the things that I thought were a big deal then are the things that, well, even just the things that I wanted to manifest then and now I have them. And I'm oh, just like, I can't best. believe I was so desperate for that piddly little thing. Yeah. It's that's wild. The best. So good. Okay. So what is a ritual that we can all use to call in more opportunities? That's a good question. Um, honestly, does any, like, do you manifest? Like, what oh, do you yeah. do for manifesting? So, well, I have a seven-step manifesting process oh, that awesome. goes through the seven chakras. I love that. Yeah. Oh, that's so great. Yeah. Um, as far as, like, getting what I want, I do find that, like, my highest level of manifestation happens at night before bed. Mm-hmm. Um, just based on my own experience. Yeah. That's when I feel most aligned. That's when I feel most aligned to, like, whatever is the unknown. Yeah. And within writing is where right. I really find it. But mm-hmm. I write everything kind of like how you said, you look back and you're like, oh my God, remember when yeah. I wanted that and now I have it. Yeah. That's what I do. And sometimes it happens as quick as the next morning. Totally. Like when I check my email and yeah. I'm like manifesting a deal to go through or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, oh wait, I have it. Yeah. Like, this is so cool. Um, but at night, like I really do most of that stuff at night. So do you just like write a list of the things that you want? All the time. And I have so many vision boards. I mean, it's disgusting. Yes. It really is gross. <laughs> but you know what I do with my vision boards? If I got something or something happened already that's on a vision board, I rip it off. Okay. And I replace it with something else. I like, I put a check mark beside oh, it. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. yeah no, I, my vision boards are disgusting because I'm literally like, like ripping, ripping shit, shit off. off. Yeah, it's disgusting. So do you do like a full on like like craft day yes. like magazine tarot but it's never yeah. like planned out no. like I'm never like okay this Sunday I'm gonna do a vision board it's usually like I'm inspired all of a sudden yes. I run to the store and grab three magazines right. and I just do it yeah um nothing's ever planned I'm just like okay yes. now yes yes that's something I have not done for a long time well I have there's um a google plugin like a google chrome plugin yeah where you can insert all these photos and then every time you open up a browser tab yeah it shows you like your vision board oh that's cute which is cool yeah that is cute yeah I like that yeah that seems like a less less wasting paper yeah kinda. sounds smart but I mean I love a craft day too <laughs> live for one okay so last tip that we want to get from you how can we stay consistent in dark times so if we're like you know not doing our daily practice and we're like mm, I'm depressed or I'm tired or this is going on I don't have time or whatever yeah. what are your tips for staying consistent? Here's the thing though like I don't think it's necessary. Yeah. Like I'm not gonna ju- I don't think you should judge yourself if you're not. Yeah. That's that's where I come back to and yeah for some people like in their practices it might be like super important to stay consistent. But yeah. When you're in that funk and you're down I think it's unrealistic at least for me mm-hmm. to stay there. So now it's like well. You know, I think we've all come to a point in our lives where we're like, well, we're not doing this. Like, what what should we be doing to do this? And I, my whole thing is no pressure. Mm-hmm. So accepting where you are in that moment. And if that's not – if you're not feeling that, because you always do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so if that's not what you want to do in that moment, don't judge yourself. Just accept where you are. Know that it's going to be okay and it's temporary. So true. You know what I mean? Like, 100%. I, it just – yeah, that's how I feel on it. Totally. And I feel like if you can do one thing today that makes you feel good, whether it's eating a bucket of ice cream or yeah. <laughs> meditating, like, yeah, do one do thing it. that feels good today. Yeah. 
I love that. Okay, we're going to move on to manic moments and manifesting where we talk about our last meltdown and the last thing that we manifested. Oh, that's a good one. So I'll go first. Please. Mine was not really a meltdown, but I have been shopping like a crazy person. Mm -hmm. And I... I got the Dior visor, which, okay, this is a whole thing. This is a whole thing. So I posted, like, last year about the Dior visor on Instagram, and I did the, like, should I get this? And it was, like, 75% no. no. And I was, like, we're in a different time. And no one, I, no one wanted me to get it. And then I didn't get it. I, like, bought into, like, the haters. Sure. And then I was, like, you know what? I fucking want it. And my manifestation was that now it comes in purple, so I Is had to babe? get it. Yeah, it's my brand color. Yeah, you need it's my it. my amethyst color. You need it. So I got it. It's more of like a like an iridescent, like bluey purple so cool. situation. So that was my meltdown is like the excessive shopping, but I also manifested the visor. And haters gone hate, and Who I'm cares? doing it anyways. Tell me like when you're going to wear this. Like, I'm, what are the situations? I'm, okay, so I'm going to Palm Springs this weekend. Okay, fun. I got like a purple Are you going to Coachella? I am going to Coachella, but that is three weekends from now. Are you going to Revolve Festival? I am. Are you? Oh, my God. Yay. With Derek. So you get to meet him. Okay. I'm bringing my husband. I didn't know you were married. Yeah. Actually, I did know you were married. Yeah. Congrats. Thank you. (laughs) Okay. You need to wear the visor to that. Oh, I'm going to definitely wear it to that. I literally am going to wear it as many times as I can. I think you should. Just to be – it's going to be like – my brand thing. It's going to be my thing. I agree. I'm going for You've it. You've needed this. I've needed this. <laughs> my <laughs> heart's amazing. been longing for this. It's really amazing. Okay, what is your last meltdown? Um, the last meltdown that I had had to do with like finances mm. and just like feeling like I don't have enough yeah. and like kind of freaking out about it. And then I kind of like my, my grandfather passed like my best friend mm. last month oh I'm sorry it's okay because I luckily for me I'm like so connected that I'm like oh he hasn't gone anywhere like, yeah I he's still, still here yeah so I spent like a whole night like legit like talking to him I was like I don't know what to do like I know that this is a block like I know I know that I can get it whatever and I woke up the next morning after like legit like sobbing just like from the death like I mean everything I woke up the next morning with literally like seven emails with like opportunities like one was like oh, all right we want to offer you 1500 for this I mean like it was like rent times 11 paid for in one morning and I was like oh my god like <laughs> this is such a dream come true I went from literally being in such Aww. a dark place to waking up feeling like thanks grandpa I like, think you know, yeah grandpa happened. did it for you he really did that's and I was so like, special but the thing is for him I kept saying I'm not manifesting money I'm manifesting opportunities to make money totally like, I'm not like saying like okay grandpa like let me pick up my car seat and find a $100 no. bill. like I just want the opportunity to make exactly it. and it's like it's so that's the thing it's like money is an energy exchange so right. you are manifesting an expansive energy opportunity for you to expand your energy exactly. and give out more energy and receive more back exactly and that happened so Thanks. Touching. Yeah. Love that. Okay, now we're going to need matching door visors. So go please. get one. Please. Should I get one? Yes. 100%. You imagine? Yes. <laughs> okay. We're going to be the cutest. Oh sweet. my God. Okay, this has been so fun. You are so such fun. a firecracker. I'm obsessed with you. I so am. tell us where we can find you online. Okay, guys, you can follow me on Instagram, which you definitely should because I lose followers by the day. Um, <laughs> me too. What the fuck is up with that? Well, for, I don't know why it's up with you because, I mean, for me, it's like the big brother height. Like, right. we're done. Like, nobody yeah. gives a shit anymore. Yeah. You have no idea. I don't know. No one likes <laughs> me anymore. <laughs> I can't. Sorry. So, yeah, go follow me too. So, yeah, follow both of us. <laughs> I'm at Caitlin underscore Herman. K-A-I-T-L-Y-N. 
And you could also follow me on Twitter, but like I'm not really like talking about much. Yeah. And I think I'm at Kate Coaching. K I T. I really should probably. That reminds me. I need to sync both of my things. Okay. And if you're interested in coaching, which if you are great, if you're not, also great. Um, I'm just at katecoaching.com. Yay! Amazing. So hit me up. Okay, check her out, you guys. You'll be obsessed. She's always posting good tips and inspo. Also, rate the podcast five stars subscribe, leave a nice comment, and follow me on Instagram at Shaka Girl Co. Because <laughs> I don't know we why people are unfollowing me. Yeah. <laughs> I, do you know what I'm going to manifest for you? What? Well, first of all, you're going to get so many followers after you go to Revolve Fest. That's yeah. I oh, I know. Uh, last time I went, it was like, boom. Wait, I cannot wait to talk about this. Okay. We need to sign off. Okay. We got to go, guys. Love you. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for being a chill Shocker Girl and tuning in to Shocker Girl Radio. Don't forget to subscribe and give us a five-star rating. You can find more info on Chakras and on Amber Lee at theshockergirlco.com. And follow all the glam and grounded goodness on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at the Chakra Girl Co. Amber Lee loves engaging with her listeners, so DM her anytime.